Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and wellness and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is how to lighten up and relax from so much doing and doing and doing. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on GeorginaHudson.net or my Instagram account, Georgina Hudson Coach, name, surname, dot, coach. Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? This week I'm going to talk about how to lighten up our heavy backpacks. Sometimes we carry so much on our shoulders that we feel like they're going to break. And this reminds me of my children who carry so much in their backpacks that their poor backs are always hurting and their shoulders are always sore, poor things. Well, we suffer the same, but our uh, weight is emotional. So the challenge here is to have the discernment to know what we can take out of our backpack and what we need to leave inside. We need to have this clarity to leave our vision and mission feeling lighter. And I know it sounds almost impossible, but it is not. Believe me, it is not. And this is going to help you. One of my clients is very tired and she told me she can't sleep well and that she feels somewhat stressed or a lot. Uh, She told me that working hard and taking control of everything is part of her DNA. And it's hard not to feel identified with her when we have so much on our long to-do lists. And we have these long lists every single day. Just think about the laundry, cooking, cleaning, emails, favors you have to do, shopping, exercising, working, your children if you have them, or your pets if you have them, and, and your hobbies, and so much more. It's mad, it's crazy. I always share the anecdote of a therapy I had many years ago who kept me asking so what and and to be honest it was quite funny because I was paying to have these therapy sessions and they were beautiful and effective but I was talking like for an hour and she always ended up saying the same so what (laughs) and it seems simple but I had a hard time implementing it and nowadays I ask myself this question all the time when I feel under pressure For example, I have many unanswered messages. Night comes and I only answered, say, 70% of them. I ask myself, so what? Hmm? If they are important, I'll answer them the next morning. And if they are not, they will wait for their turn. I have to teach a class at university, but I couldn't plan for it the way I wanted. I ask myself, so what? I'm going to go deliver my topic and do my best at that moment. And that's it. Four words come to mind when I think about the stress and the exhaustion that come up as a byproduct of having so much on our plate. And these words are priorities, boundaries, beliefs and identity. In this first part, we are going to explore priorities and boundaries. And next week, I'm going to expand on beliefs and identity, the identity that we take. These last two, 
hmm? are fundamental pillars in our quality of life. The four are fundamental pillars in our quality of life. But I left beliefs and identity, which are a little bit more complicated, even though I'm going to make it super simple for you for next week, because they are the root causes of feeling unwell. And we're going to talk about priorities and boundaries right now. And these two are connected. I think I've told you many times that I lived a big part of my adolescence and young adulthood pleasing others. The problem was that since I wasn't able to set boundaries to the immense number of external demands, I ended up feeling resentful because I ended coming last and I didn't get to do what was really important to me. And, you know, studying topics such as flow states and time management, I came to many conclusions. The first is that time is not managed or controlled. Time just passes by. What is in our power is the ability to choose where we are going to invest our energy and how we are going to organize our tasks in the time that we have. Hmm? What helped me the most, and I must confess I don't always put this into practice, is Eisenhower's principle of urgent versus important tasks. And you might be asking yourself what qualifies as urgent and what qualifies as important. An important task is an activity that, or, or several activities that have an outcome related to achieving our goals, being them professional or personal. And consider things like starting a course that will help you master a subject you are passionate about, or starting regular exercise, something that is important to me but that I'm not doing, or therapy, which is super important. Urgent are all the activities that demand our immediate attention. These are usually related to another person's objectives. These are the activities that we, unfortunately, prioritize. Why? Because the consequences of not doing them are immediate. Think about answering emails, talking on the phone, attending many meetings, or doing favors to friends and colleagues. So let me give you a tip. Make a list of everything you have to do, everything from the most mundane to the most spiritual, and classify each activity as one, important and urgent, two, important but not urgent, three, not important but urgent, four, neither important nor urgent. Once you classify your tasks, organize them in the order that I shared with you just a minute ago, okay? So, important and urgent is number one, important but not urgent, number two, not important but urgent, number three, and neither important nor urgent, number four. So, give priority to one and two, that is to say, important and urgent and important but not urgent. Examples of important and urgent are a presentation at work, studying for an exam, or paying the rent or the mortgage. Important but not urgent are all the activities that contribute to the realization of your aspirations and or professional or personal goals in the mid or long term. Examples are starting a course to reinforce your knowledge or to unlock a passion or, you know, to learn a new language. All those are very, very good examples. Everything else, 
everything which follows into categories three and four can be delegated, rescheduled, or just done away with by setting healthy boundaries. You can read a post I wrote on the subject entitled Learning to Set Healthy Boundaries. And key to this topic is to learn to differentiate between saying no to a task or action and not to the person who asks for it. Because so many times we feel that we are saying no to the person. We are saying no to the task. So being able to say no to something that will strain our peace, time and needs is an act of self-respect and it's the opposite of the story we were told that to be loved and accepted we had to say yes to everything. And let me give you an example. As you know I'm bilingual. I am not native in both languages but I'm bilingual. I'm often asked to translate long and important texts and honestly sometimes they are theses or you know articles to be published in technical magazines or quite complicated things. At first it was very hard for me to say I can't do this because I felt guilty and I said poor thing after all he's my friend or my acquaintance or my neighbor or my family and they are going to have to pay for a professional translator but beneath that false guilt was my fear of not being liked my fear of not being loved my fear of disapproval i had to learn to set boundaries the hard way because i was overwhelmed with the number of activities I had to do at once. And I understood that saying things that are simple and assertive, like it's impossible for me to do this with this deadline, look for a translator please, or I cannot commit to this much, was the best way to respect the bond I had with the other person, the person who asked for the favor, and with myself. And I know this is a big challenge, but start respecting yourself because it's a liberating act. I promise. I hope you liked the first part of this blog. If you know anyone who could benefit from it, forward this to them and invite them to subscribe. In this way, we can build bridges to help one another. We need more community. We need more tribes. Pay attention to the second part of this uh, podcast because our beliefs and the identity we take greatly influence how stressed out or burnt out or you know unwell we feel and like I mentioned before those two topics beliefs and identity are like the core reason or the root of why we feel like our backpacks are so heavy so We appreciate your recommendation on any of the platforms you are listening to us, be it on my website or through subscription, which is the best because we can, you know, count on you. We we know that you are there or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave your recommendation because that helps us become more visible and it motivates us to continue doing this for free 
every week. And congratulations to the eight giveaway winners for a month of free group coaching. I was super excited. 145 people um, took part in the giveaway. So I'm thrilled to see that eight people are going to be working with me for one month. I'm going to have two groups, one in Spanish and one in English. So I'm super excited and I'm going to contact every one of you in the course of this week. Let me give you a big hug and stay tuned for next week.